And I live an unapologetic life. Living authentically with yourself and unapologetic. Faith in humanity. Unapologetic. Apologetic. Hi, Ab. Hey, Jay. What's up? How are you? (laughs) Good. (laughs) This is our first episode. Ah. Unapologetic. Unapologetic. We're a black love manifesto. Okay. Manifesto. Actually, that is the sexy part of unapologetic, right? All of unapologetic is sexy because it's me and you, right? You know. Every time I tell somebody the name of this podcast they're like that's hot i told my mother she was like that's hot <laughs> yeah, that's what your mom said she's 65 she said it's hot it's fucking hot yeah i agree agreed agreed <laughs> that's like a high bar to meet right a 65 year old thinks it's hot that you know Everybody it is it is the hotness it's true it's it true is. so before we got started you know you asked me an interesting question today so, what did oh, I, what did I ask you? Who, who are, are we? I'm Ed. And I'm Jay. And this is Unapologetic. A welcome. Black, welcome, a Black Love Manifesto. Welcome. Welcome. Um, so, Jay, what did you have for breakfast today? Because this is quite interesting. So, what Okay, did you have? so I decided I was going to get up really early and go to the gym like mm. being super ambitious. <laughs> You've been good about this. Like, I, I, I've been trying. Yeah, I've been trying. A lot of weight. I yeah. have, yeah. So I changed my eating habits. I was always really active, but like I got more active. And now I'm like kind You're of, I'm kind of a dog on a bone, you know. I, I'm like about it. So I was like, yeah. today I'm going to get up and I want to eat really, really right. And so I was like, I'm going to get a green juice after the gym. So I get a green juice, you know, kale, carrot, yeah. celery, did ginger. You have like one freshly made or did you Freshly like made. A- 16 oh, wow. ounces, eight damn dollars. Thank you, New York City. Okay. So I have the juice, feeling fine, have my water, have my tea. And this is like, you know, 9 a.m., by 11.30, I was probably about to pass out because then I realized that was probably only 150 calories. Not enough to right. sustain right. a human being. So right. I was kind of Damn exhausted. Yes. <laughs> so I had to quick run out and, you know, get like a some nut bar or some vegan stuff. So make myself, you know. Are you vegan now? I'm not, but like in my fantasy life, I'm really going to be, I really just need to figure out my protein sources. So like once I do that, I'm going to be super square and excellently vegan. But until then, no. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just going to live vicariously through you because it's, you know, it it just, it just feels like such the thing to do. I know I really want to honor my body that way, but, but I can't. You should, uh, you, you know what? Um, one of some, a friend of mine gave me this book called Sister S I S T H A Vegan Sister Vegan and it's oh. all black women writing about veganism. Wow, uh, so it's pretty good. Some of it's kind of whack, but it's pretty good. Um, okay, 
And that's, you know, so I think I have it somewhere. I'll let you, I'll let you borrow it. I really like to try, but you know, I, first of all, I love bacon. (laughs) What? Straight up. Bacon. Okay. First of all, the pig, let's just say this. The pig, yo, me and the pig, we get sit in. Okay. I need that. So not just bacon then. That's like bacon and like ham. I didn't know you were that big a fan, honestly. Oh my gosh, like, yo, carnitas tacos? Oh yeah. Don't fuck with it. Like, that, (laughs) yo, I just had a conversation with my daughter and I was like, if it was a battle between baked macaroni and cheese Mm. and carnitas tacos, like if I just had to eat one or the other for the rest of my life. Wait, you wouldn't choose mac and cheese? I really would cho- choose the carnitas tacos. I don't even understand let's, what you're saying right now. It. I don't even it's understand what you're saying right every now. Every food category, you're getting get brains. Remember when we were in <laughs> Chicago and you had us walking all through the streets trying to find those tacos, and you you stood in that line for I don't know how. It was serious, and I went back the second time. Yes, I remember. I remember. I did. Yeah, actually, now I I realize what a taco fan you are. I am like I think I probably I had tacos tonight for dinner. (laughs) Honest, honest. Okay. Yeah. So maybe veganism's just not gonna like not not in the immediate future. Like I I love tofu, but it gives you fibroids, so. Yeah, that's true. We got we gotta we gotta talk about that. Yeah, for sure. For Let's sure. The kind the kind of um the kind of soy we get in this country is really problematic and yeah. not helpful for not us. Not helpful whatsoever. Yeah. That GMO has us messed up. But I, I my thing is I feel like you could get like protein through like nuts and beans and veggies. I don't know. No, I don't not know. a nut. Although last night I had, I had actually, I had tacos last night <laughs> at a vegan restaurant that they were really good, really good vegan tacos, portobello mushroom and spinach with this, um, look at your face with this, <laughs> with this <laughs> vegan cheese called Daya. Because you know, I don't know about that on my taco. Okay. I, it was delicious. Let me just say it was. I'm gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna try you. it. We're gonna, gonna try tr- it. I'm gonna trust that. How do we get here? To I don't know how we got that. here. We started talking about what we have for breakfast. What did you have for breakfast, Ebony? I'm so unhealthy. I just had a coffee. Yeah, not cool. That's not good. Yeah. See how judge. See like, how judgmental I am. Like you. You were like, oh yeah, nice Janice, and I was like, nope. <laughs> Shit, that's not that's not what you should be eating. How can I sustain myself? That, yeah, no. Well, the rest of our recordings of Unapologetic off of just call. So, yes. We yes, can't. We'll get this we, together. You can't. We'll you can't. But we're both going to get it together. Usually, I'm one of those people, like, I, I would literally have either, when I was on my health kick, I would have either bacon and a piece of toast and coffee or... Oh, I mean, or yogurt and a coffee. That, yeah. That's, that's how I'm getting that in. Yeah. Yeah. So, what so, are we talking about? We're ta- are we going to talk about bacon all day? 
No, we're not. We need to get into what is this whole thing about. Yes. Yes, ma'am. We, we are going to uh, um, interview each other, right? Ah, yes, we, we shot are. shot the shit a little bit, we right? Did. We did. Is that, a, is that right? No. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, we shot in the past tense. Yes, we shot the shit. <laughs> I think so. I don't, I'm not worried about my grammar here or what? yours for that matter. Fucking apologetic. That's right. Shit, yes. Okay. Shit, yes, yes. So, what other questions do we have? We're going to interview each other. Yes. Listeners, for those of y'all who are checking in with us right now, we, we hope you enjoyed our banter. And now, we're going to do a little interview session of our own so yes. you can get to know us yes. a little bit better, right? Okay. That's the plan. So, Janice. Yes. Where were you born? I was born in Guyana, which is a country in South America, and I moved to the U.S. when I was five. In oh, I didn't realize you were so young. Yeah, I was a baby. Hi. I was it's a baby. A baby, a little punkin' wunkin'. I was. <laughs> okay. I was, and we moved to New Jersey, and that's where I grew up. I grew up in on the Jersey Shore. You know, I'm, I'm a Jersey. Oh. I'm a Jersey girl. Yeah, I'm a Jersey I girl. I did not know that. You did it. <laughs> something new every day. Okay. So did you see like all of those extra tanned, orangey people with the spiked hair? Yeah. Like, so were like, they out there? not that Jersey Shore. Like the actual real one, where like oh. real people live. Yeah. Like Wendy Williams Jersey Shore. Well, like... yeah. So she's definitely a hometown girl. Like, like I know lots of people that know her. So. Wow. Um, she spoke at our high school when I, I was her. when I was in high school. I, I that's like honest confession. She's a cancer like me, so I, I feel a natural bond there. I, I know she's yeah, but that's my no. Favorite. I like her too. Talk about unapologetic, right? Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. But I dig that. I dig that. Um, yeah. So Jersey girl, Jersey Shore. That's where I grew up, and yeah, it was, you know. And so that was you, your sister, and you have a brother. I have a little brother, yeah. And my mom and dad. And, you know, there was always, like, various aunts, uncles, cousins, grandma. I grew up with my grandma, my mother's mother. And then for a little while, my my father's mother um, was with us. So, yeah, it was very, like... Big family. Big, immigrant, extended, everybody... And, you know, my dad's a pastor, so there's always somebody running up on our doorstep, you know. Wow. So now, how was that, like, being a pastor's child? I mean... Because they say that y'all are, like, the wild ones. Like, yeah, y'all should have saw her face right now. <laughs> y'all should have... We're going to keep it on the PG tip, right? No, I don't know. Um... Yeah, I was, my parents were pretty strict, so there wasn't a lot of tomfoolery in, in our household, and very, like, school, you know, be about your books and your studies and do well, and I didn't, I, I did not break wild at all. Um, I was just very, is, is that good? Yeah, I was I don't so know. opposite. I was, like, wild in the streets. <laughs> In the streets. I, I feel like I need a little, I, I, you know, having a little bit of that would have been, would have been good for me. Cause I, as I got older, I feel like I've, I've you lived, tried to unleash yeah, a little bit, a little bit, not like, not even like super wild, but for me, like, you know, uh, 
you know yeah so who's the oldest you or your sister my sister's older but but like by 18 months or so so kind of Uh, grew up together very close yeah very close got it got it got it you know yeah so that was my that was my upbringing and then you know the the revolution came into my life when I learned when did that happen um you know I over time like I think even as a kid just growing up my my parents, you know, came from a socialist country, kind of always had a socialist bent or analysis. And so, you know, they were always talking, there was all, the conversation very often was about issues of justice and inequality and, you know, the U.S. government, how it acts in the world. So that was kind of my, you know, my, my, my context, my bread and butter stuff when I was a kid, I, that's, I was always hearing those things. So I always had that as like, you know, something in the back of my mind. And then I really started doing organizing about 10 years ago. So that's really when it got very deep and serious. And like, there was another level of commitment for me. So, you know, got it. That's, that's where that happened. I wondered about that. I wondered about that because Janice is a av- uh, activist. I was about to say an advocate, but yeah, you do advocate. You do, yeah. So yeah, black power, black power to the people. Yes, it's, it's, it's all in the air, all in the air. I love it. I love it. So where are you living now? Right now, I live in Brooklyn. BK. Yes, and mm-hmm. I love Brooklyn. I've been living here for. About 11 years, so it's nice. Wow. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, so from New Jersey then to Brooklyn? No. Then I was I lived in D.C. where I went to college, and then I lived in England where I went to grad school. Did you go to Howard? Where'd no, you go? No, everybody asked me that, no. I went to American University. <laughs> and then, okay. Then I went, which was like this crazy place. It was like so super elite and white and crazy and like richy rich. And I was definitely out of my element there. But it was it was fine. It was fine. But I went to all of Howard's parties. I know you did. Is that where you and Sacred met? No, Sacred and I met in France, actually. I was doing a study abroad. Wow. Sacred is one of her good, good girlfriends. Yes. And... Um, I stayed, I had like a, a staying with like a family and she had stayed with them the year before and she came back to visit them and I was there and then like literally almost 20 year friendship, you know, I love it. That is so beautiful. And what we didn't realize at the time was that like, that was the family that like hosted all the black students. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) So that was kind of hilarious yeah because then the girl the year after me was also black that they hosted so i was like okay i see i see you people so yeah that's we met in france but i i went to dc then i went to england to go to grad school then i went back to my mama's house because i had no money or no job then i moved to brooklyn got it so it's kind of like when when were you in africa oh that was i don't know four years ago i was in south africa yeah yeah. But that was more of a, what, a sabbatical? What was that? Let's call it that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. 
I was I was I was burnt out on my my life and my job and my my organizing work and I got a grant to go there and do well to to research. Okay. But right. um really yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was yeah. researching, I was also resting and recovering. <laughs> right. Um so yeah, it was that was that. She said resting and recovering. I was. Like, really? I was. Yeah. <laughs> And by that I mean from sleeping and watching TV. Recovering from the nights of hanging out and partying. Okay. Uh, no, no. That, it was not that kind of party. It was not that kind of lifestyle over there. No. Okay. It was not that much partying. No. All Mm-mm. right. That's, yeah. that's uh, pretty good. You're a traveled woman, a cultured woman. Yes. Okay. <laughs> very, very nice. Very nice. Yes. <laughs> I like it. You make it sound super fancy. It's not. It sound it sounds fucking fantastic and I love it. So do you want to tell the people a little bit about your former work or your present work? Sure. I do racial justice education and organizing and that basically I say I always say it equates to telling people how to not be racist all day long. Hey people, stop being racist. Stop being racist. You over there, don't be racist. That's that's what I do all day long. She is an interrupter. Believe that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I should be getting mad awards for like my restraint. You know. <laughs> honestly. I'm my face right now. <laughs> I love it for your restraint when you don't interrupt. The, the crazy stuff? Or when I interrupt and people are just not trying to hear that shit, right? Because, like, most people who are who I'm talking to are not trying to hear it, right? Because we're living in a white supremacist society and world. Yeah. And so, you know, asking people to think differently about the racial reality of the world is like, it's you know, tough. it's like asking them to, like, not breathe almost, right? Like, it's just so innate yeah. to, to how we, we behave and, and how we interact in the world, so kind of um exhausting it can be awesome it can be awesome it's it's a tough fight you know trying to bring enlightenment and awareness to issues that are really deep and yeah take a lot of uh internal work to do so yeah I would I would imagine the the resistance is strong. You and I have had these conversations quite often now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know I know you've gotten me together on a couple of things. I've had to go back and be like, "Damn." I have. Okay. What am Well, remember like remember that time we were talking about what I think we were like at the EAD conference, which for y'all out there, that's the Ecumenical Advocacy Days conference is held in Washington every year and we were talking about what are you willing to give up and that's really stayed with me yeah it has because yeah that's such a deep question well like what yeah what are we willing to risk to get justice right like you know and it's you know I feel like it's not for me it's just not an abstract question it's like real like my own self like you know I you know like with my nice degrees and my nice place in Brooklyn, you know, like what, what is at stake for me basically right. is what I'm constantly asking myself. And that, that doesn't mean like, you know, we have to like punish ourselves, but I also feel like, but no, people are out there beating the pavement, getting arrested, you know, and not everyone has, I feel like sleep. 
Yeah, like not that, everyone has to do that. Hannah that we met, remember? Um, Hannah Bonner. Bonner, yeah. Like, she was, like, literally out there on the Sandra Bland case. Still like, is. it's day 311 or something. Still is, still is. And she's still out there. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's dedication. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's real shit, right? I'm, that's a question I'm asking myself every day, you know, really. Yeah really so well i pray god get me together um do my little part i don't know what that is or what that looked like but uh position me purpose me use me yes I'm vessel. Amen. Yeah. Amen. i'm willing to be used yes so, you know yes so what else janice you want to share like your love life stuff what you oh my god wanna... okay tell us about what you have on today i know we just went from like politics and and advocacy or i mean activism to <laughs> fashion so I, what, you don't, tell us about this necklace because actually I think oh, that's yeah. quite interesting so yeah. I'm wearing a necklace um, it's basically it's coffee beans and I got it uh, um, from one of the sisters at the indigenous people's forum last week uh, at the UN so it was like and then one of the sisters who was in our delegation blessed it for me and so it was like oh. you know handed it to me and you know with just kind of a lot of love and you know, kind of shepherding me, like giving me encouragement in my work, which is oh, much that. needed. Yeah, Does yeah. Smell aromatic? Um, not really. They must have done something to them to like make them not. Now, why would you just take the smell up out of my coffee bean necklace? Well, like, I don't. Know? I actually don't really need to smell like coffee grounds all day, so it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm just perfectly fine with it being not <laughs> non-aromatic actually okay. it's okay, okay. it's okay. okay yeah I just thought, i'm a coffee drinker you're a tea drinker i am yes? a tea drinker yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay so i'm a coffee drinker so for me now that you may i'm smelling it i'm like i don't know what to <laughs> anyway whatever it's lovely shut up all right let's <laughs> it is lovely it is lovely darling i love it it looks fantastic. I love it. Yes. I'm practicing, guys. I told her earlier that I really, I know that sounds nothing like a British accent, but. <laughs> I'm not sure why you want to speak in a British accent, though. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. There's two accents that I want to master. Honestly, and they're what? both very extreme. Why? I want to master a British accent, and I want to master like an African accent with a okay there's no african uh, accent you know this right there's like okay, 50 some countries in africa okay fine. Yeah. whatever yeah. i don't know check appropriately like checked appropriately checked appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> just just so you know see that's what i'm talking about and that's why we're here people <laughs> to give you this right now okay all right i don't know what accent it is okay. but do you remember when Idris Elba just did this movie, what was it, where he played the African warlord? Uh, no. Goodness. I don't know. I couldn't watch that. It's too violent. I can't, I can't cope with that. It was very violent. And it, I feel like it almost could Oh, have plus been. I'm cheap and I don't want to pay so, for tickets. Okay. I, I'm going to have to hook you up on my, I can't tell you right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to hook you up on the back in okay but, yes that's how you can get that. i need to hook up all right thank you homie hookup homie hookup i feel like i don't want to get this confused because there was another movie out 
with the young with the little girl and it was a very abstract movie and it was like beast of the nation wild or something like that i can't even think about it right now but he just did a movie recently like last year he played an african warlord and he had this certain kind of dialect what country uh google that shit rwanda ish or something (laughs) (laughs) i don't know she said rwanda ish okay (laughs) i don't know i really don't all i know is that i want that accent okay why and then they say a like a a certain way and they i I just love it it's that's my thing that's your thing okay yeah and i'm one of those type of people that when i go places I don't know why. If I hang out with you enough, start picking will, it up. I will pick it up. The kids just told me yesterday. People, my husband is Puerto Rican. I cursed the kids out the other day. They said, "Ma, why you sound Latina?" Because <laughs> I was with him, and that's what came out at that time. And so I just want to. <laughs> I just. I'm like a chameleon with my voice, and I just want to. <laughs> no. Don't don't no, do it. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do. That. I just I don't I don't want to I don't want to judge you, but I am. Don't do that. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that you can really tell when I'm down south versus when I'm mm. Because when I go down south and I start talking to my down south folks and I get back into it, I be like, "Yeah, girl." I don't understand those words that are coming out of your mouth. Like what? Yeah, it's like, and I, you know, I do my little stuff. I be like, I ain't need much, no, girl. I need much, no. Exactly. It gets real deep. Strawberries and walking down the streets and everything. Everything. Yes. 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 But then when we come back to New York, you know, you be up top and it be all that, all that, and whatever. Okay. See that that I understand. Like that's my. That's my, 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 uh, my, my tradition right there. So I, I understand that. And of course the Caribbean one. I definitely, I definitely know that the okay. Guyanese to I be used specific. To have a pretty good, I used to have a pretty mean, uh, Jamaican accent. I did. Mm. Oh my. Okay. This is like very much, we are off the rails right now, but, um, so random. <laughs> why did I see this thing yesterday? Somebody posted on Facebook, this, um, white actress from England. So, you know, they have this huge movie industry in Nigeria and Nollywood. This white actress decides she's going to master the Nigerian patois. And now she's like a super famous actress in Nigeria. Wait a minute. Lord. Yes. Can you bring that back for me one time? Can you bring that back for me one more time? One time, please. (laughs) Yes, I can bring it back for you. This Bring that back for me. White right actress please. from England decides she is going to go to Nigeria, Nollywood, and become an actress there. And she, like, she mastered, so called, see my, my the air quotes, white with my fingers. She yes. mastered, in air quotes, <laughs> um, the Nigerian pigeon English. I'm really so mad. So that mad. Right so up mad. there with Rachel Dolezal. So mad. So mad. Like, I'm, I'm going to send you a link. What is that about? I'm going to send you a link, girl. I'm going to send you a link. So mad. So mad. I I was like, we can't have nothing, huh? We can't have nothing. The hell. Anyway. Wow. So, okay. that's um, the long way round. I feel like we've, we haven't exhausted 
my interview. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. We'll but come we'll come back. back. In, so in, let me. In future episodes. Yes, okay? we'll come back in future right. episodes. So let we'll me, unless you have some back. like burning questions um, for I'm me. I'm going to get there. I am. I am. Get there. I think as we continue our journey together, uh, yeah, I will get there. Do okay. we want to tell the... Okay, we'll wait to the end to tell the people how we came to know each other, yes? Yes, we can do that. Okay. We can wait. We can wait. So I want to, to interview you. I'm nervous. I'm what? nervous. We're just talking. Why be nervous? Because <laughs> your face looked like... I'm not like interrogating you. Questions. I have, okay. Yes, I want you to tell me your, your PIN number right here on the podcast. <laughs> no, it's not going to be like that. Okay. Um, so, Em, I'm very excited to be on the podcast with you. Um, and I feel like I know some of your story, um, but start from when you were a zygote. No, don't oh do goodness. that. Don't do that. <laughs> but like, maybe, maybe... Um, we'll be here all day. <laughs> maybe, um, like, what, like... Which, what's been your, what do you think was your greatest inspiration in your childhood? Like, what really is something oh. that kind of stayed with you? Like, that's like, we can See, start that like way. Really good questions. I had like basic round, like everyday questions. Nobody probably even wanted to hear that. For, okay. Anyway, let me, well, that's a great question. Inspiration. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure that when I was a youth that I had much inspiration. I'm not sure that I did. Um, Probably one of the more impactful moments for me was when I was about, I was somewhere between the age of 13 and 15. And my mom put me, she used to put me in various uh, after school programs or summer school programs, because she was a single mom, and so trying to figure out what to do with this kid. And so I remember going to two particular programs that, I, I guess you could say those are the programs that kind of inspired me some. One was a performing arts program, and I learned how to sing Summertime in that program. And I was in the Little Shopaharas play, yes. so that was like really exciting. And then the other... Uh, I didn't know you were a performer like that. No, I'm not. I'm really not. But uh, that kind of gave me like a, a sense of like, I knew I had some type of voice to share with the world because I enjoyed it so much. You know what I mean? Um, the other thing was I went to a Upward Bound program And during that Upward Bound program, they tested us to kind of see what were our strengths. And in doing that, it was really interesting because it came out that I should be an attorney. And I was like, really? But I'm not an attorney. So, but I do like to debate. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you were inspired, like what, so I know you talk a lot about your, we've talked a lot about your childhood and you're like, yeah, I was like in the streets, I was off the rails and were you really? I was off the chain. 
Yeah, I, I was, I grew up, okay, I just mastered this kind of short spiel of myself the other day because I had to write a proposal. So, grew up in the heart of poverty, single mom, only had a sister, I was a high school dropout. Um, in my early 20s, I went through a very domestic violent, you know, situation. I was married before, it was a violent situation, and I had three kids by the age of 29. Um, I went through a period of homelessness, of uh, hopelessness. When I was a youth, I was like really off the chain. Um, pretty promiscuous, running the streets. What does promiscuous mean, though? Meaning that I was having sex way too early for my age, and I was boy crazy, like nobody's business, okay? So, so we'll have, definitely have to come back to that. We will definitely come back to that. But that was, that was, that was what it was. And I was clubbing really early. Like they used to have this, I grew up in Atlanta and they had this club down there called the Royal Peacock on um, Auburn Avenue. And honey, (laughs) we used to tear the club up. Okay. (laughs) And mind you, I was only like 16, 17 years old. Wow. Uh, Shouldn't even been at the club. I don't know why I was at the club. I was probably like 17, but still, why was I at the club at 17? You need to be 21 to get in the club. But they used to let us in. Right. We were grown, me and my homegirl. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, pretty, but I had fun. My mom was the type of mom where she would always, she had a pretty rough upbringing. So she, my mom was a foster kid. So mm. um, it was amazing that she even kept me and my sister, to be mm. honest with you. So it was, you know, she was just one of those moms. She would always like sit and talk and try to explain everything and why is it like this or or that. And Mm -hmm. she also gave a lot of room to hang yourself. Like she was, she probably was more lenient in ways that she shouldn't have been. But I'm Mm -hmm. I'm the person I am now because of it. You know, so it worked out. I feel that way. Definitely, I feel that way about my parents too. It's very like they were so strict. And I could have used a little bit more room to learn how to hang myself. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. that sounds Whereas a little I, weird. I'm the one, I'm like, I wish my mom would have been like, no! But she never was like, no! So I'm like... But then you, 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 like, you found out. You found it on your own, which I is did. very, you know, valuable. Um, yeah, so your childhood sounds so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> it was so wild. So I, I had me a time and God bless my mom because, you know, I'm a mother of three now and raising my kids and recognizing some of the things that go on with them. And trust me, like I'm a strict, I consider myself to be a fairly strict parent. So it's interesting how these things work out. And it, it's because of the fact that I had so much freedom. I'm mm. like, no, you can't do nothing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think you're like that. You're so you're so great with your kids. You're so great. You're such a, a great role model for them. Give them a, a blend of something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so, but I don't know how my mom did it. Is is my point? I really don't know how she did that. Yeah. 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 So, so, like, what inspires what, you now? Ooh, what inspires me now? Um, women and girls, there's like, my heart is centered around the development of women and girls, particularly black women and girls. Mm-hmm. I, I like to call myself a dream developer. 
So if I can help them develop their dreams, whether that's a business dream, a, a life goal, a, you know, relationship thing, that's, that's me. That's who I am. That's what I love. I've gone through so much. My life ain't been no crystal stair. So if I can contribute that and show somebody else along the way, like, hey, look, I made it out. You can do it too. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah yeah so i i, that's what we got. I the dream developer and the power movement activist that's what we got <laughs> yeah so Go i unite or like we have to come up with our superpower uh um phrase how they say <laughs> go go gadget blackness i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um th- yeah that's awesome i feel like I feel very excited to be in this conversation with you and for all the people that we're going to bring into it who are going to talk with us and um, help us grow and and help whoever's listening um, to be a part of the conversation. So I'm very excited. We're definitely really different, which is what I really like. Which is good. We need that, you know, duality there. So you want to tell the people how we got together and how do like, we how do we fall in love? To, how do we fall in love and, and build a yes. relationship? Yes, it, so. it has been quite a love affair. Yes, <laughs> that is such a fucking lie. But that's okay. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's cool. I didn't. So we met at work. I t- I resent that statement. It has been. A you love are bullshit because you told me when you first met me, you were like, mm, I don't know about this broad. Did did you not say that? I, I did. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but once I came to like get a little more, like I was nervous. You intimidated me. You were so, you were so, yeah. I was so, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I was scared. That's all. I was scared. Yeah. Cause I'm so. Cause you know, I had straight hair at that time. I wasn't the naturalista that you see before you today. Okay. Wait, so what does that have to do with anything? I just was like, oh, she's going to judge me. She's going to be like, look, look at your perm, hair, perm mentality. <laughs> you need to get your life through. It's about power to the people. I don't know I don't, what it's Yeah, wrong. I don't, that's, no. But that, you no. weren't like that at all. It, it was, was like, once I, you know what it was? It was once we got to Chicago, was it? Chicago. No, I don't know. It was like one of those training trips we had to go. Okay. We kept going out there yeah. to like do stuff. Yeah. And then we got a chance to connect. And I was like, oh. <laughs> matter of fact, you took me out. You took me out to dinner with you and your sister. And I was oh, like, right, oh. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I loved her. I got her all wrong. I love her. She's amazing. I want to be her friend. And then I stopped talking you down on Facebook. I was like, let me see her friend. Let's see what she's doing in her life. Cause I want to, I want to be around. Is that, you that's were, how it went down? Serious. That's what it was. You were mysterious. Too. Was I? I don't, I highly doubt that. I, Cause I, there's no one less mysterious than me. Oh, I actually, as of this past Saturday, I saw a little bit more of that, what you were talking about, but before you were definitely mysterious. I think it's just because you don't really fuck with them people at work. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Ain't much, no? Well, yeah, I I definitely have a very full life outside of work and, you know, my my movement work and my, you know, and it blends sometimes it kind of blends with my work, um, often actually. So, but I, I have spent a lot of time cultivating my life outside of work and, and 
wanting to build those things that are important to me in addition to my work. So yeah, I, I uh, you know, there's that. So we yeah. met at work. We and did. Um, we did. when I first, so I was always thinking, I don't know, if, I don't know if I had like any, like, I didn't have any like thoughts about you. I wasn't like saying the same stuff about you that you said about me. I'm like, so, so I don't know, all of a sudden, like, I'm mad. I don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> but I was thinking, I know, like, I was like, oh, there's like the, like, black lady click at work, and I'm not going to be in it, so fuck them, I do me. And I don't know, again, like, I'm just, like, building the narrative, like, based on what, I have no idea. Um, so I was like, you know. But then I, you know, got to know you and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's a real chick. I like that. I try to be real. I do. I do. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I feel like, and then you said, hey, I'm going to start a podcast and I'd like to interview you. And I was like, bump that. I'm going to be a co-host. <laughs> that's right. She just straight gang buzz in there like strong arm like kind of in that joint kind of a little so, bit yeah yeah kind of like that i kind of did that i kind of did that yeah so, so I, and i appreciate it because actually as we've been continuing to develop and to get here i i truly recognize and appreciate the value that you bring like i i like the fact that we're partners in in crime that we have this now so I, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. Me too. And because of the fact that I so desperately want to be your friend now, like I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's not it's not that hard to be my friend. <laughs> you just have to do right she by did, me. That's she it. Did, she did welcome me in. We went. We had a tea. Well, she had a tea party. Well, me and but some of my friends had a tea party. Tea we, party yes. this past Saturday. That Sunday. I was Sunday. Privileged Saturday? to attend. I loved it. It was so lovely. That's my fake British accent. Yeah, so, yeah, that's terrible. But um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, it's literally just an excuse for us to eat and get together. It's like every, and drink, right? I love so it. That's kind I of, love it. and love we it. had family here. I had family here, which from both sides of my family, my mom, my cousin, my sister, my yeah. my mom's cousin. Your people are really bush. cool. I like them all. They were really cool. That's very sweet. You know, I came home and I was talking to um, my best friend, Fabiola, about sacred because she just really touched my heart. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was not holding back, was she? She wasn't, but I really, I loved it. I loved, I loved that she was honest about her feelings. Sacred caught some feelings, guys, because apparently her and Janice were going to do a podcast for some time. That never two years. went anywhere. Two years. Right. We've been planning for two years. And, you know, both of us were kind of like, we were and sort of like, the, yeah, we kind of like thing. fell off and had stuff going on. So it didn't work out. And then when she heard that I was like actually forging ahead on a podcast with you, she was kind of like, what? Devastating. Yeah, I don't know so if she was when I came home on Saturday, <laughs> sacred, she didn't give me the stink eye directly, but it was, it was. Uh, indirect stink eye. I think it was more like a side eye. Like, wait, what? It was like, yeah, like, what? Who are you? But she's such a sweetheart. She I is. really, 
I couldn't be mad. And she reminded me of Fabiola because Fabiola would be kind of stank like that. Like, that's my friend. Like, you know, what you doing? And so when I came home and I told her about it, she was like, yep, yep, that's real people. That's good people. I like them. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're, we're definitely bringing um, all friends and fam on the uh, unapologetic uh, journey yes. with us, which is yes. really cool. Um, you know, yeah. it's a so platform. So you guys will get to hear from Sacred at yeah, some point. For sure, yeah, for definitely. sure. We might we might cook up a little segment for her because she's a world traveler, so she can yes. she can kind of bring some of that that um, experience and and black lady travel love here love to oh, us. Je ne sais quoi. I yes, like it. yes, yes, yes. So. Very good. So what else do we have for the people today? I think I think that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, for those of you who are still with us, we want to say thank you so much for joining our very, very first podcast. Um, this, people, was completely uh, unscripted. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to be a little bit more structured going forward. We have some very exciting interviews lined up for you all, so stick with us. Uh, this podcast, if you read in the description, is, and like we've been talking about, it is a Black Love Manifesto. And so basically we're going to be talking to people about what it means to be unapologetic. And we're going to be trying to dig deep and find out how did they get there, what is their journey, what has been their process and being their true and authentic selves. And also how are people living unapologet- unapologetically Black lives? Um, and how can we help with the advancement of our people? So I know that we did not <laughs> really cover much of that today, but you, you probably got a little glimpse of it. So that's that's what I, I have for my spiel. Jenna, Jay, Jay, Jay. That, yeah, I think you said it all, Eb. It was, yeah, all of that. All, all of that. that. All of that. that. Always, so all of that and all people. love. Subscribe, down the subscribe, 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 listen subscribe. to episode two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all of them. Listen. <laughs> and leave comments. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. We love your feedback. And again, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Unapologetic, a Black Love Manifesto with your hosts, Eb and Jay. To keep up with the shameless duo, all their rants, insights, and unabashed guest interviews, please be sure to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. And as always, they really love to hear from you. So please be sure to hit them up at ublm.weebly.com to share your questions, comments, or feedback. You can also follow them on FB, Twitter, and IG at UnapologeticBLM. Until next time, live life bold, free, and unapologetically. Peace. This has been a Black Lady production.